Hello, friends. Welcome to the Revelation Wellness Podcast and welcome to 2022. If you are entering this year feeling just a little bit worn out at the end of 2021 and you are ready to start the year with fresh habits and a cleaner, fresher heart, then we invite you to join us for Clean Harding, our faith, then food and fitness challenge that's going to be kicking off soon. For 21 days together in community, we're going to practice inside out wellness. We're going to learn more than just how to train hard and eat clean because it's what's in our hearts that's more important than what's on our plates. We're going to learn to lay aside our calorie counters and we're going to pick up what counts most, God's word doing its good, good work in our hearts so we can live out love with our bodies. Friends, sign-ups close this Thursday night at 11.59 Eastern Time, so don't wait. Sign up today. You have just a couple more days to join us in this challenge. Any donation amount gets you in, and a portion of all the donations raised will go to Crazy Love Ministries, an organization that aims to take the gospel of Jesus the amazing love of Christ to people all over the world. Crazy Love has ministries in Afghanistan, Ethiopia, Kenya, and the U.S. They're a ministry meeting real and practical needs of the community, whether it's a food development program to meet nutrient needs, church planting, the development and support of a scripture app, leadership training. We're excited to partner with them for this challenge because like Revelation Wellness, they want to spread the love of Jesus. Friends, our bodies get to be any size or shape we want them to be as long as we have the heart God wants us to have. So we hope that you will join us for our Clean Harding Challenge. You can swipe up to the show notes to learn more and get the link to join us. And now on to our Revving the Word episode. We love to share it with you and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. Take a deep breath, like a big breath that you can hear, might feel kind of strange. And allow me to be the first to say Happy New Year. Happy, happy, happy New Year. So here's how we're going to jump into this new year today with our revving the word. We're going to take it back to the beginning. In the beginning of the creation of this podcast and that God, when God inspired me to do it, it was because I wanted to move my body and hear from God and, and hear his word and just let his word stand up and do what it does. So that's what we're going to do today. This is Electio 
Divina. Lithia Divina, if you're new to it, it's a practice of hearing from the Word of God for yourself, asking some simple questions of the Word and letting the Word ask questions of you. It's an active conversation with God. And here's the beautiful part. You're going to be active while you do it. So hi, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. And whenever you come and use this podcast or go to our website or do a challenge of ours, which by the way, you have till I think this week, end of this week to join. We start next Monday with clean hearting. We're going to clean our hearts out before we get to work on our plates and the food we eat. We're going to clean our hearts. It's time. Such a good rhythm of the year to do it. Let's do it. So anytime you do these modalities with us, we're including your body in the, the pursuit and love of God because he's pursuing and loving you, all of you, from the soul, the unseen place of you, to the surface of your skin. He loves it. He's interested in it. He died for it. So we're bringing it all back. When you move your body, so cool. God created our bodies to do marvelous things. <laughs> when we move, we were made to move. You know how you know this? Because you have a brain. Everything with a brain moves. It's true. Trees don't have brains. They only move because of an external force, wind. But you have a brain and everyone with a healthy, functioning brain is meant to move. This is why if someone has an accident, a stroke victim that disables their brain connection to their body, it'll stop moving. But praise God we can heal. Praise God. So when we move, our body starts releasing these wonderful chemicals. What it does is it, anytime you get physical, anyone hear the 80s song? Anytime you get physical, you're getting limbic. The emotional part of your brain is being harnessed. It's being occupied in a good way. So that your reasoning part of your brain the part of yourself you're going to use today to reason with God in his word has a little more space to move. Not to mention all the wonderful chemicals you get of serotonin, which is a feel good chemical, dopamine, which is an I want good chemical, and norepinephrine, which is a focus I do good chemical. All the studies you know are in about moving our bodies and how beneficial it is for our health. So I had to do a little intro to that for the new year because I know there's some new people here. Welcome. Please throw off your diet culture 
fitness regime, whatever you've learned in the world, listen, some of it's good, some of it's not very good. So let's begin again like children. So just move your body right now. On a scale of one to 10, five is active movement. One to four, daily movement, getting around your house, getting up out of bed. Five and higher, you're on purpose, moving. So, and then you're just gonna stay anywhere from a five to a seven today. If you wanna go to an eight, that's gonna kind of contradict what we're gonna do. Cause you're gonna be so focused on your effort. So put a stick in the elephant's trunk, which is your body, move comfortably yet challenged. That's called moderate intensity. All right, here we go. Holy Spirit, as we read your word, open your scripture so we can hear from you. We wanna be changed by you and not by our whims or the world's. In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus says, John 14, I'm just gonna read our passage first. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am you may be also, and you know the way to where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? And Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. This is the word of the Lord. Take some deep breath again. Good things are already happening. Good things. Moving your body. You're about almost 10 minutes in. By the way, all the studies are in. More studies come in. One just released recently. 10, movement, 10 minutes of a jog or a run, which really, let's just call it moderate intensity, moderate to a little high. 10 minutes of movement is effective for the health benefits you need. Okay, so here's what we do with Electio Divina. Electio Divina is gonna crush the lie that you don't hear from God. In John 10, just a few chapters earlier, Jesus talks about his sheep and his sheep hear his voice, that he's the good shepherd and his sheep hear his voice. 
He is talking. It's not that he talked once. God's word is written and spoken and he still speaks. There's the logos word, the Greek word for word written. And then there's the rhema word, which means the whispered words of God, the active word of God. So it's so cool. We're going to pin ourselves between those two things. We're going to posture ourselves between the written word of God and the whispering word of God. So here's how it works. I just read our passage from John 14. Again, these are red letter words. So we're going to learn about Jesus today. And we're going to learn what we're not learning about Jesus. And we're going to talk and let him know what's going on. We're going to unload. You're going to lose weight today. So I'm going to read a verse, just a portion of the scripture at a time. I'm just going to let it fall on you. When I read it, think in pictures and pretend you've never heard it before. Those of you who have heard it a thousand times, you're hearing these words for the first time. Spirit, teach like we've never heard it before. Soul, receive it like you've never heard it before. And then we're gonna, then I'm gonna ask you the second question. What stands out to you? What is popping out? What highlights in that piece of scripture for you? What's being highlighted? And you get to talk to your father about that. You're a child in his house, and he welcomes you to talk. And then we're going to let God talk to us, what he thinks, what he sees. And I want to right now, God, Holy Spirit, eradicate from us the image of a father who scorns us, who shames us. Our father does not use shame to teach. So conjure up in your mind, everyone, the kindest individual you've ever known and the smartest, someone trustworthy, just one person. And if you've never known one, I pray I could be that for you. And then I want you to know this, all of those people, their love is still small compared to God's. Their wisdom is still small compared to God's. It's my hope to get you closer to the heart of God, not me. He saves. All right. And then the fourth question or part of our Lectio is you, after you hear from God, your father, who does not use shame to teach, he's good, he's kind, he's wise, he's better than anything in this world. The final question will be, what's your change of direction? What's, what do you need to do to adjust? What's your recourse? Friends, because that's the difference between someone who believes in God and someone who follows God. We adjust, we move our bent. That's humility. All right, first verse, here we go. 
Just gonna read it to you. Let it fall on you. You've never heard it before. Jesus speaking. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. A little context. Jesus was just talking to his disciples and he's about to go to the cross. And he tells them, one of you where I'm going you cannot follow but you will follow afterward and then he tells Peter Peter you're gonna deny me three times <laughs> Peter the one who says get behind me Satan or I'm sorry Peter says that to him when Peter rebukes the Lord <laughs> he he loves God so much. He loves Jesus, but he doesn't fully know this Jesus. So it's been spoken that the rooster will crow and you will deny me three times. Right? Because Jesus knows our heart. Because if you have the Holy Spirit in you, it knows your heart. And so God goes, Jesus says the next thing. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. What's the word saying to you? Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. What's the word? What's your father trying to say to you? Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. What's your change of direction? What's your confession? What's your repentance? Use your words. I mean it. Talk out loud. Let your ears hear what your heart believes. go friends you hear from God and I'm gonna cast down the lie that the enemy tries to tell you you can't that's just you talking the enemy constantly makes it about you constantly makes it about ourselves stop it <laughs> it's a bigger clap stop it be a childlike be childlike with your faith you hear from your father 
if it's good, if it's excellent, if it's noble, if it's true, if it's praiseworthy. And here's how you know it's true. It goes against your life, your belief system in lies. It goes against shame, guilt, fear, condemnation. All right. Now, as I repeat the scripture, you are welcome. Say it with me. Try to repeat it with me. This is a great time to memorize scripture, guys. Your brain, again, research shows when you exercise, you're more cognitively robust. Right now, your brain is saying, teach me something. I'm pliable. I'm vulnerable. Teach me something. Spirit is accessing life, occupying this body, and it's a good body. We're not separatists. We just need to make sure the spirit is leading the body. Because this body will not go with me into heaven. My soul will. And one day, I'll get a resurrected one, and so will you. So it matters. It's part of the creation. But the eternal part of you is your soul. Verse 2. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Did you hear that? In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Back in John 16, verse 7, Jesus tells them that it's your, to your advantage I go away. There's a helper coming. And if I go, I'll send him to you. He'll teach you all things. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? What's the word saying? my father's house are many rooms if it were not so would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you what does God want to say to you Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? What's your recourse? What's your declaration? This is a good time to say what you believe and make the enemy tremble.
verse 3. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. What is the word saying to you? if I go prepare a place for you I will come again and I will take you to myself that where I am you may be also what's your change of heart use words John 14, 4. This is one sentence. And you know the way to where I am going. And you know the way to where I am going. Jesus says, what's he saying to you? the way to where I am going what's the father want to say in response to what you said Say it with me, John 14, 4. And you know the way to where I am going. What's your repentance have to say? Let's hear it for Doubting Thomas. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas, for the next words, because some of you might be thinking the same thing. Verse 5, Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Let me read it again. Thomas said to him, Lord, I want you to see Thomas's face. I want you to see his frustration. I want you to see his befuddlement. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? What do you have to say? Destroy. 
Say it with me. Listen, at the very least, if you have a hard time hearing the Lord today, which some days I get it, but it doesn't mean just because you're not hungry doesn't mean you stop eating when you're sick. We eat. And some days it tastes great. And some days it's just because you know, I need some calories. You know, the lack of hunger is a scary thing. My mother passed away of cancer. It's the worst. I would have given anything to prepare a table for her favorite meal and watch her eat. Come on. So we eat. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? What's your recourse? What? Let God put his hands on your heart and give it new desires and form and shape it. You are the clay. He is the potter. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going. How can we know the way? What's your declaration? And if you didn't know what to declare, thank God for verse 6. Jesus said to him, because remember, Thomas is confused. How can we know? I don't know where you're going. What are you doing? Explain yourself. And Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. What falls on you? Is there a word? One word, three words. A sense. Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. What do you want to say? Through every battle, through every heartbreak, through every circumstance I believe that you are my fortress Oh, you are my portion You are my hiding place Oh, Verse six. I believe you are John 14, 6 Jesus said to him Yeah, Pat Barrett's singing it I'm the way And the truth And the life no one comes to the Father except through me. What's the word saying to you? said to him I am the way and the truth and the life 
No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, 6. What is your repentance? Every time you repent, you're losing weight. Awesome. Last verse, guys. Again, this is John 14, 1 through 7. I want to encourage you. Don't just toss this aside. Like a, I always think we treat scripture like a Kleenex. We blow our nose in it. Ah, oh, that feels better. And throw it away. Keep it. Carry hankies. It's not tissue. So later today, when you need to wipe the sweat from your brow, something is hard and difficult and you can't seem to get through, there doesn't seem a way, you pull this out. Wipe the sweat from your brow. Uh-huh. Put that hanky back in your pocket. Get on with it. Verse seven. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. What's the word saying? If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. What's the word? What's the father's heart saying to you? Final time, say it with me. If you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Uh huh. What's the heart of repentance? Come on, lose some weight and load. This is the way we're going to move through this year. God is the way. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Use your voice to repent. Unload. Be refreshed. We lay aside all of our pride with a heart of repentance. We are moving out the way we are
right. Well done. I bet you heard many thanks from your father today. Bottom line, you hear from him. You know him. And you have heard him. And you have seen him. Elisa, how have I seen him? You are a saved soul. And that's a miracle. He came for you and you received the gospel. When you realize, you know, I cannot save myself. I cannot lose, quote, the weight. I cannot seem to get right in my own strength. And you learned about this Jesus. Because you needed him. Never despise the need. You need him. Listen, your pride will always try to tell you you don't. But you know him. And you have seen him because he came to save your soul. Every time you see someone baptized, you see him. Someone's dying to their old life and waking up to a new one. You have seen him. But Jesus is real clear. All of this, not letting our hearts be troubled, knowing that he has made a room for us, knowing that we know the way. It all hinges on one thing. Ready? Five words. If you had known me, if you had known me, you would have known. In other words, Paul, Jesus saying to Thomas, listen, you've been hanging out with me. You've been watching me. You've been a spectator. But if you were pursuing my heart and almost making a fool of yourself and even making mistakes like Peter. Remember, he just rebuked, or not, he just told Peter his heart. As much as he loved God, Peter, and would say, hey, I know Jesus, he still didn't know Jesus. And Thomas, doubting Thomas, still confused. So here's the truth behind this, guys. The disciples at this time, they're following Jesus and with him mostly because there's something appealing about him and he's performing miracles. He's doing things no one had ever done. Miracles. And the miracles created a movement. And people followed. They wanted healing. They wanted restoration. So the disciples were furthest in. They knew the Father. They knew Jesus, but they didn't know him. They knew of him, but weren't knowing him. But guess what, guys? They didn't have the Holy Spirit. This is why Jesus says, it's best I go away and prepare a room for you so that I can come again and take you to myself, that where I am you may be also, that you may understand once and for all that you know him and see him. They didn't have the Holy Spirit in them. It wasn't until Pentecost, 
after Jesus left. Y'all, we have been left with something amazing. What the disciples never knew face to face with Jesus, we now have just like they, the Holy Spirit. And it's the job of the Holy Spirit to lead you in the way and the truth and the life. It's that inner voice inside of you that says, go this way. That's not true. That will not give you life. Life isn't found there. Life isn't found in another bottle of wine. Life is not found in another box of cookies. Life is not found there. But we come to the Father and know Him. Know Him, guys. Make it your daily job. Put it on your to-do list to know Him. You have the Spirit in you. You want to charge that Spirit with the Word of God. The Word of God is the outlet. Plug in. And don't just plug in to idle and charge. Know God more. This is how you know you've read and you've had your fill of food for the day, right? Because the Word is the bread of life. God's Word is your daily bread. You have to be eating from it. And here's how you know you've had your fill. You've learned something about Him. Even if it's in learning something about yourself that you need to stop or start doing. The Word reads us, convicts us, changes us, shapes us, forms us, speaks to us. So we can reflect the glory of God here on the earth. So Father, we thank you that we do know you. And I love this last sentence, from now on, 2022, from now on, you do know him and have seen him. You hear me, friend? You do know him. You're never without recourse. You're never without a way. You're never without access to the truth. And you are never without life. You do know him and have seen him. Thank you, God, for your word. Thank you that we can just go for a walk, move with you, and you move on us. You make a move on us. We give you our hearts, minds, souls, and bodies today. Have your way, your way, your truth, and your life in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Good work, guys. And remember, you have a few days, just a few days, to give any tax-deductible donation. Get into clean hearting. With everything else you do for your body, if it doesn't hinge, it isn't rooted and centered in the love of God, and you are a, you're a Christian, and I should say there's a difference between a Christian and a follower. A Christian is just someone who uses the label. A follower, ugh, you have made your bed with the fact that this world will not satisfy me. I was made for more than this, and I'm prone to my own selfish desires. I need training every single day. Welcome to Revelation Wellness, and welcome to the body of Christ. All members doing many things. 
So get in on the challenge. It'll change your heart. It'll clean your heart out. So your body becomes the vessel and a vehicle for God's way. So go ahead, swipe up on the show notes and get in and tell someone, grab as many people. You can donate on behalf of them. Do you know that you can give some, someone else? Donate and give it to them. They can opt in or out. <laughs> yeah, and you can donate in remembrance of someone. Let's do this. Happy, happy new year. Love you guys. Peace.